Hello beautiful friends, welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator and if you're ready to remember, reclaim and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Hello beautiful, welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you back with us. We were away for a few weeks as I was going through some health and personal initiations, but we're back with full force. And today we will dive into the power of our cycle and our sacred bleed. Now for us who bleed every month, we were never told about how to work with our cycle. Like the only sex education that we really got was first don't have sex, otherwise you will be pregnant with 16 and end up on the street and be a drug addict. And the second thing was how to put a condom over a banana and like that's it. So we were never thought about our cycle and the topic of period has been such a such a shamed topic like as children like I remember whenever I had to use the bathroom um, in school I would hide my tampons and my pads and like it was like the biggest secret and we were thought to feel grossed out by our blood I mean it's blood coming from our body how can this be gross but we were thought so many things that again shame us for just who we are and it's time to release those things also the way how society works right now is performance based right like it's shifting a lot and that is so great but when we look up until now it's been very performance based work day in day out put, 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 output performance, do, 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 get shit done. Now, this is something that works for men much easier as they have a 24-hour cycle with their hormones. But us women, we have a 28-day plus, plus, minus. It, every woman is different, but we have an around 28 to 30-day cycle. So our hormones go up and down within those 30 days and we have four phases of our cycle and not all of those four phases are meant to go all in and work our asses off and be like, yes, let's do, 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 right? There are different phases in which we should rest more and then in which we are more creative and then in which it's better to pitch our ideas and go to meetings and network and things like that. And today we will dive deeper into exactly what to do in each phase, um, what not to do and so that you can really take the power of your cycle instead of shaming yourself in that week or in those days in that phase where you feel more sluggish where you feel more like resting and don't have as much energy instead of shaming yourself for that and like forcing yourself to work you can we can work with our cycle and have so many benefits from it and um, just use it for our power, use it as a secret for women in business, for female, for womb bearers in business and in careers and in life in general. A lot of the things that I share today, I learned from an amazing book called Womb Awakening. It's over 500 pages and I've honestly only read half of it yet, but I learned so 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 much from it and I highly recommend so if you're interested in womb health in divine feminine energy in our cycle and really want to get go like really 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 deep I highly recommend this book 
This week's audio was taken from a bonus module that I filmed for my online course called Sensual Sexuality Mastery, which is a seven-week course to deepen your relationship with your body, pleasure, and sensuality, and we go really deep into releasing old traumas, beliefs, patterns, and so much more. So this is the audio that, that we took from that bonus module, and you can hear that I was wearing earrings while filming that video so sometimes it pierces a little bit in your ears so I recommend using headphones and don't put your volume up too high and enjoy this episode. We had a lot of period cramps and it just sucked so we didn't like our period and there's something that really pains me because I've experienced really 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 painful periods as well and what really hurt like pains me is that there's so much magic and ancient wisdom in our period that we don't we don't learn anything about it we don't even learn how to deal with periods we don't learn how to heal or lessen period cramps so this is something that we will dive deeper into today to the wisdom of our sacred bleed and how the ancients used to live in accordance to the women's bleeding cycle so the whole tribes they literally used to live um, with the rhythm of their women's cycle. As you know, if there's a lot of women together who spend a lot of time together, our cycles usually um, adapt and like um, become similar at a similar time. And what happened then was that at the new moon where a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of women would bleed. They would usually bleed around the new moon. That was a time of, um, new moon is also when you don't see the moon, right? Um, so it was a time of darkness, of going inwards, of just releasing, of transforming, letting go everything. And then full moon, if you think about full moon right now, you can think of full moon parties in Kopangang. You can th- think of um, bonfires at the full moon, right? It was time of celebration of coming together. And as we know, we have four phases in our cycle, and which we'll dive deeper into right now in a few moments. But we have those four beautiful cycles. And so um, when we're bleeding at the new moon, or they were bleeding at the new moon, at full moon, they were ovulating. And ovulating, it's the natural instinct of wanting to make babies. You are more horny. Um, you're also more attractive to, to, um, to the men and women and queer people, but you are more attractive, more um, mysterious, and more just like you're glowing, and you're producing those pheromones that make others feel attracted by you. So that is something that occurs naturally. Maybe you can see that also at menstruation, and when you're menstruating, and also when you're ovulating, these are the two phases when you're the most attractive to others but the ovulating part that's when you naturally as an instinct primal being you want to make babies even if you don't want babies your body wants to make babies or have sex and so that's why that full moons that's when the whole idea of full moon parties and bonfires and things like that started or not even started but it comes from there like unconsciously it comes from there that we've always wanted to go out and meet new people and mate with others when we were ovulating and there's just so much wisdom around there and ancient history about women bleeding and men following their cycle because men have a 24-hour cycle but we have a around 28-day cycle so they would also in those new moon phases when we would shelter ourselves and just bleed and go inwards they would also go inwards with us they would also reflect and um, because we used to live in tribes 
and there were these red tents, which you can imagine being red tents where women would go and just bleed and be taken care of of other women who weren't bleeding at that time and also just cuddling with those that were bleeding with you. And I just imagine it's such a sacred, sacred time. And today I want to get dive deeper into what the four phases are and what to do and not to do in those phases, right? So for example, during a period, you should really, really rest really rest but this is something that we haven't really been taught and i know a lot of women who just push themselves more and more and more when they're bleeding when they're in pain when they should be resting and that used to be me when i used to bleed i still used to go to work i would still work out i would still push myself even when i was like just in so much pain i would just push and push and push which was something really really unhealthy and because i was pushing because i wasn't giving myself the rest um I experienced even more painful period the next month because in your period, it's of releasing, right? You're physically releasing blood and it's time to just rest. So that distress, your emotions, anything that you might've unconsciously or consciously suppressed during the month before can just move out and through through your body and out of your body it can literally go that's why we're more emotional it's like it's meant to go out it's meant to cleanse us where it's meant to be like a restart button for us so let's dive deeper into the four phases and what to do not to do and so much more magic around it learning about the menstruation menstruation cycle is all about living in tune with the body and receiving the ancient wisdom from our womb we have wombs and our wombs have so much to teach us but we don't really think about them we forget them we don't really have a relationship or a connection with them and when we start asking her when we start starting start opening up a conversation when we start meditating with her we learn so much about her and there's so much stored in our womb which can cause um, next to hormonal issues next to a lot of different things but having emotional stuff stored in your womb can cause heavy and painful periods so painful periods are so common but they are not normal you can have a period where you don't experience period cramps you can have a period where you don't um feel like you're physically dying while the bleeding part of your cycle is a part of transformation of death and rebirth yes but it doesn't have to feel like you're dying out of pain and we will have deeper into that today and um what I really want to invite you to is celebrating your cycle. And I know this can be really, really hard for me. It was really hard to start resting on my period. It was really, really hard. And um, so take your time. It's okay. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how often you have to remind yourself. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to rest. And um, really starting the conversation with your womb. We have done some meditations with the womb at the heart already. And in module four, you will have a womb healing, guided womb healing um, practice, which is amazing to let go of this emotional stuff stored in your womb, be it shame, be it um, tears, sadness, grief. Um, there's so much that can be stored there, releasing all of that. Sexual trauma can be stored there if you've had an abortion. That is really painful for your womb and that grief, that sadness is stored there if you haven't um, allowed yourself to really let that go. Or also, I had this thing that I, whenever I heard the word abortion or miscarriage, I just fell into tears and um this isn't something that i've experienced in this lifetime but probably in a previous lifetime so um in 
April 2021, I was just crying so much and really released it. And it was as if I was healing a part of my previous or past lifetime of where I maybe experienced that, which, which was the reason why I was feeling so emotional about this topic. Through the patriarchy, a lot of the menstruational menstruation magic and wisdom has been suppressed, forgotten, gone underground, and now it's starting to come up again. There's a book called The Womb Awakening. It's a really thick book. I haven't finished it yet, but I highly, highly, highly recommend you read it. It's There's so much wisdom in there around our womb, around um, feminine and masculine energies, around healing, also sexual healing. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So men live accordingly to the 24-hour cycle or, or according to the sun cycle, the circadian rhythm. And as women, we actually have both. We have the sun cycle and also the moon cycle, the 28-plus day cycle. And in the beginning, when if you think about the world, it's set up accordingly to the circadian rhythm. It's set up accordingly to the masculine cycle. And it can feel like everything has been set up against us. But... Um, we can also we can see that when we can choose to okay how can I how can I listen to my body more how can I create my own cycle how can how can I create my own rhythm how can I listen to my womb to my body and really live in tune with myself so the first thing is after starting this relationship with your emotions and really listening to them which I shared in the welcome video um, next is really building a relationship with your room opening up the conversation making time to listen to her asking her every day just for five minutes how are you feeling what do you need what can i give you and tracking your cycle so if you have your period amazing you can start tracking your cycle with an app if you want to have it with the app you can sometimes forget it if you want to have a more um really present relationship with your womb with your menstruation you can start a calendar you can start something physical where you think about and connect with your cycle every single day maybe you can make a post if you can make some reminders you can have a physical calendar where you ask your womb and check in with your body every single day and see how your body is feeling and what your body is going through and experiencing right now and if you don't have your period right now, I uh, you will learn about the four phases and the four inner seasons and how our personal personality kind of changes to certain degrees during those four different phases. And you can just observe how are you feeling, what phase are you in right now, and you can just track your cycle in that way. Or you can live in accordance to the moon. So you can, if you really don't have your period and you feel like you're always staying the same, you can track your cycle with the moon. So go with the moon cycle and that will start building a relationship with the moon, with your womb. And this can help set the space for your period to come again with the hormones. And, and it's really important to understand that, which in the beginning can seem really complicated. So I had to hear these things over and over and over again until I finally memorized them in my brain. And so we think that the main event of our cycle is bleeding, but it's actually not. It's actually ovulation. Ovulation is something really important, and it's the reason why we actually bleed. And our bleed is the end and also the beginning of our cycle, which is, again, it's a, a rebirth experience for us if we allow it to be. And so starting a cycle, day one to day six, is usually um, general, generalizing it day one to day six is your bleed. So um, normally it's really, really healthy if you're bleeding three to five days, but also I want you 
say that every cycle, every menstruation is different and unique to you. So it doesn't matter. You cannot compare your cycle to someone else's. And also you cannot even really compare your cycle now to last year and the year before because it always changes according to your emotional environment, your physical environment, your food, things like that. But today is about generalizing the information and to invite you to really start this conversation, not conversation, relationship with your own bleed. So your bleed is the season of inner winter. And when you think about winter, what are you doing in those times? Do you want to snuggle? You want to be warm? You want to eat warming foods? You want to sit in front of the fire and um, just go inwards and you want to rest? You don't really want to go out or do many things. Um, maybe you start to have new ideas and want to create new projects. And this is a really, really good time for it. And it's also a really good time to look over projects, to look over um, data if depending on what you what your career or your job is it's a good time to look over things and um have a new perspective on them and i cannot emphasize the importance of resting on your period i know it's hard i know we want to do so many things but if an, if we can create this beautiful relationship where we really rest during our period, we will have much more energy in the other three phases. I guarantee that to you. This is something that I experience when I really, really, really rest throughout my period. I have three times the energy throughout the other rest of my cycle. And uh, I had recommend you create like a womb cave, like a um, maybe an altar, maybe a space that is really sacred to you, that you can really go inwards and just be warm and take care of yourself, have baths things like that, that nurture you and nourish you. And um, so your womb is usually the size of a fist. And during your bleed, it becomes double the size. So it's like two hands. And you can imagine like, that's why we feel heavy. We want to, like our body exerts so much more energy while we're bleeding. So it's so, so, so important to rest. And just for a fun fact, our ovaries are normally the size of an almond. And going further, I want to talk about how to like when you're bleeding tampons and the commercial pads are really really harmful for us they have all these ingredients and toxic chemicals in them that actually can cause other hormonal issues and more period pain so i used to wear tampons always and whenever i inserted a tampon i immediately literally immediately had more pain but i like had to go out and go to work out and work a lot and all of these things so i just suppress the pain so I was like this is normal just get through it or took an ibuprofen and yeah it just pains me just remembering those times so I highly recommend you wear period pants I have mine from NYX um, I love this company I will put their website on top of this video so you can access it I love their period pants you can wear them throughout the day throughout the night I have think seven different ones now i just love them and my boyfriend even thinks that even that they are sexy um <laughs> and or um a menstrual cup which is um maybe you've heard or seen about it. it's like a not plastic i think silicone cup that you insert um into vagina and your blood can you can um gather your blood in there and do different rituals with the blood afterwards i personally don't like it i just don't like putting anything inside of me during my blood like my my womb just wants to release she doesn't want to take it any and so this is that and i would love to share some in interesting 
really, really interesting fun facts about our sacred blood. Like we've been so ingrained to feel ashamed of our blood. We've been so ingrained to think that our blood is disgusting. We are disgusting, blah, 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 that maybe you don't even really like touching your blood or seeing your blood. And like, I used to also think that our blood is disgusting, but this is just something that we've been ingrained to think. And um, but our blood is actually beautiful. It's sacred. It's something that literally comes from us. How could that ever be disgusting? And so our moon blood holds seven times more iron than normal blood and 50 times more calcium than normal blood. It has high amounts of amino acids and stem cells. And maybe you've heard about stem cells. They are right now in science. They're doing incredible scientific studies on how to use stem cells for curing um curing cancer and different diseases blood has high amounts of nitrogen and phosphorus and it's so nourishing life-giving and so this blood isn't just something isn't just waste that is going out of your room right like i mean this is the blood in which a baby would have been um grown this is a blood this is the blood that a baby would have um received all the nutrients of and the life force energy of to grow from a embryo to a literal baby inside of your womb so this is isn't just some disgusting waste this is highly sacred medicine it's crazy after our bleed we go into a slow slow transition into the follicular phase and i say a slow transition because the next phase is the inner spring and when you think about spring everything starts to blossom it starts to bloom and it's beautiful new flowers and but it doesn't happen just like this right the spring doesn't come like this the it starts to blossom slowly and this is what happens with you as well so um be gentle with yourself, be kind with yourself, be slow with yourself and so this happens after bleed and it's usually one week long and it lasts until our ovulation and so again every cycle is different but if you look at look at it from a textbook point of view it would be from day six seven until day 14 and in your follicular phase all your hormones are rising again so estrogen testosterone fsh and lh they are rising and you can think trying to in the in the beginning it's a lot Again, I had to listen to this and read this over and over and over again. <laughs> but one easy thing to remember is that whatever is happening with your hormones is also happening with your energy levels, with your um, life force energy, with your sexual energy. And so in the follicular, follicular phase, when the hormones are rising, so are your energy levels. You get the urge to create and do communication centers in your brain start to open up so you really want to socialize you want to talk you want to share you want to be in conversations you want to be social go to parties and um so you're really clear with your speech and um just sharing so this is a time of action and of creating and in your belief it was a time of resting and receiving downloads from the universe from yourself and the follicular phase is when you actually start implementing them and you actually start the physical action of those ideas and downloads and this is when you can start exercising again with during your bleed i really recommend you don't do anything maybe go for a walk um, or some yin yoga or, or very very light stretching or very very 
gentle moving your body to slow music you're blooming in your business in your career in your personal life in your creative life so celebrating that then we move to ovulation which is mid-cycle and it's the shortest um phase of our cycle and it's the, the, the biological phase the biological um event of ovulating when you release the egg is only 24 hours long but the whole phase of ovulation, which is inner summer, um, is around three to four days. So the day before, the day during, and the day after, maybe a few hours more or less. Again, every cycle is unique. And inner spring is all about big celebrations. So during your ovulation, your hormones are peaking. So if the hormones are peaking, so are your energy levels. So this is the full moon parties. This is the being really social, celebrating, celebration of socializing. It's going out, having fun, bonfires, all of that. It's meeting new people. Um, again, the primal instinct um, of wanting to mate with others. You're feeling super horny, super turned on, super sensual, also feeling softer in your yoni. And three main ways in which you can know that you're ovulating, three main marks are looking at your discharge, which is just generally something so important, which you can learn by looking and observing your discharge. You can learn so much about your body, about your cycle. And again, in the beginning, you might think, isn't this gross because of what we learned from the patriarchy, from societal programming. But when you really start looking at it and observing, you again, build this beautiful connection with your womb, with your yoni, with your body. And this is something that your body is making. How could that be gross? So the first thing is that your cervical mucus changes. I highly recommend you watch a lot of different YouTube videos or even do a training on this because it's super complex. Again, with this, I had to observe my own discharge for so long and watch so many YouTube videos over and over and over again to really keep it in my brain and memorize um, how the discharge changes throughout your cycle. But the first mark is that your cervical mucus will turn egg white and be more stretchy. And it's the consistency of an egg white. And when you take it between your hands, you can just stretch it like this between your thumb and index finger. And um, so this is cervical mucus that your cervix, 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 cervix creates um, to, to alkalize your vaginal canal to protect the sperm, sperm to your uterus. Because again, biologically, your body wants to create a healthy baby. And I mean, look at that. Your body is literally creating special mucus, special, um, sp special consistency to protect sperm like your body just does that by nature how intelligent are intelligent are our bodies and the second point is that our cervix becomes really soft so when you're bleeding your cervix is in its lowest position and when you're ovulating your cervix is higher so it's right after the uterus it looks like a donut like it's literally round and has a little hole through which the blood flows so when you're ovulating it lifts much higher bleeding your the consistency of your cervix is like the end of your nose so it's a little bit harder and when you're ovulating it has the consistency of your bottom lip so by nature you're feeling so much more turned on you're feeling so much more pleasurable it's a great time for doing cervical dearmoring with crystal wands to activate um, cervical orgasms 
And there's so much magic in cervical orgasms, by the way. It can feel like you're releasing so much. For me, when I have one, I usually always cry at afterwards because it's just emotionally and energetically releasing so much. So this is a great time for pleasure with a partner or self-pleasuring and to really heal your cervix and your body and your being all together on a much much deeper level and the third way that you can see that but it's more scientific is that your body temperature rises and so when you look at your first half of your menstruation cycle your body temperature is like this and the second half it's here so ovulating is like this jump when your body temperature rises because it wants to have this even better environment for a for the sperm to um turn into a beautiful embryo and make a baby your cervix is really connected deeply connected with your heart and you can only experience cervical orgasms if your heart is open if you allow your heart to feel and be and feel love and receive love and your cervix is also really connected with your throat and um it's so interesting the tissue in our throat is the same tissue as in our vaginal canal which is mind-blowing during ovulation, this is the phase where you're the most expressive, the most vocal. It's the best time to talk with a boss or have conversations. Um, if you do interviews, podcasts, things like that, that's the best time for you to do that. And just generally express yourself and birth your creations. So in your bleed, you're downloading the ideas, you're downloading the magic. And during your follicular phase, it's best to plan, create, and strategize the download that you received and then during ovulation you birth it and it's like those beautiful beautiful process of it all together and of course it doesn't have to happen in the same cycle in the same month it can also happen through multiple cycles so that you can really feel into it and feel and adjust and um change different details and then we move into the final phase of the luteal phase and this is the longest one which is two weeks long and it's from your ovulation until you bleed again. So it's premenstrual and also post-ovulation or post-ovulation and premenstrual. It's important or it's actually good to have this two-week phase of the luteal phase because it creates it shows that your hormones are in a healthy balanced level. And this is the time to be to fully receive and be aware of your experiences, be aware of your body, of your emotions, of things that go on in your life and that you self-source, that you really are aware and change, that you respond instead of react. Move through your body and feel like, okay, where is this coming from? What, is, what does it want to teach me? Um, where does it want me to go? What is, what is the deeper lesson, the deeper wisdom in every single experience. Part of our luteal phase is really doing a lot, creating a lot, and like really do, 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 do. And this comes natural to us. It's easy for us to take on more during that phase than in other phases. And this is amazing. And your hormones are still very high, but they're slowly going down. So again, things don't just happen like this, like the inner spring with the follicular, follicular phase, and your hormones are slowly rising up after your bleed. Um, the opposite is happening in the luteal phase where your hormones are slowly going down. And so in the first half, in the first week, you're still very active. You get to do a lot of things. And in the second half, it's important to start creating the space um, for your bleed to come, to create the space to rest more during your bleed. So get things done. It's an amazing time to edit things, to um, maybe do your household to finish things that you have more rest, more space 
in your belief that you can take more bath, that you can just generally rest more. Again, clearing your space, energetically, physically clearing your closet, your laptop, your household, everything so that you have so much more space while you're bleeding. Like I said in the beginning, the more you really tune into your cycle and start to pay more attention, observe more and listen to your body more and really make the step base and time, the easier your whole cycle gets. The more you really start with slowing down and resting during your bleed, the more powerful and impactful and easier and energized your the rest of your cycle will be. The more sexual energy you will have, the more life force energy you will have, the more passion and happiness, all of that, because you're so in tune with your body. You're not trying to force things. It all feels more effortless. And it starts with really listening to your bleed in the beginning. The pleasure that is living in inside of your body at all times, your innate pleasure, innate sensual energy, the more space it will have to grow and to come up. Because if we force our whole body to just function every single day, like if we just force our body to produce and create and create and do, 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 do every single day, it won't feel natural for us, right? And so being in our pleasure won't feel natural because we're not listening to the pleasure cycle and to the natural cycle of our body, but we're forcing things and that just never really works and being in the natural flow of our bodies of our womb it makes everything more easier and more effortless so this is a lifelong journey I hope you loved this episode and took a lot of notes and really allowed yourself to immerse yourself in this ancient remembering and connecting with your womb and your body and your sacred bleed again we aren't bleeding for no reason and when we live connected with our womb, with our pussy, with our heart, with our soul, with our bodies, we just feel overall so much better. And we feel and honor ourselves. We get to worship ourselves like the divine being that we are. If you feel like it, you can listen to this podcast over and over again to really memorize the things that we talked about today. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me via Instagram. If you want to learn more about SSM or the book that I talked about in the beginning, you can click on the show notes and there are the links. And I will see you soon. Sending you so much love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.